This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. That one is drilled to right field and deep. Fair ball, it's gone. Gone! See ya! Opposite field home run for Stanton, and the Yankees lead 1-0. This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio, from BetQL. Call you back with this. This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio from BetQL. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on BetQL Daily. Let's bring in Sean Zarilla so we can find out what to do with Major League Baseball uh, with less than a month and a half remaining in the regular season, and the playoff picture has certainly changed uh, since the trade deadline. Sean Zarillo at Sean Zarillo on Twitter. ActionNetwork.com is where you can find it, uh, his work. Sean, what has been uh, the most surprising thing to you since the deadline? Because uh, it certainly seems like many of these teams that went all in, made the big move at the deadline, all of a sudden they're playing their best ball of the year. I'd say the Padres decline and the ascension of the Cincinnati Reds now I'm personally surprised by the Braves, but if you were just looking at run differential, they were the only team carrying a positive run differential in the NL East. That is generally what you should look at to see if a team's going to regress. I just didn't project them as that good of a team after all the injuries they'd sustained to Acuna and their pitching staff. And I think the way the Padres have fallen off, particularly after not getting Max Scherzer in that trade, who they looked like they were going to lock up into that deal. It's, it's really surprising just because it seemed like a foregone conclusion that the Padres and the Dodgers would be in the playoffs coming into the season, and it almost looks like at this point that the Padres are about an underdog to even make it to the postseason. So definitely surprised at how far they've fallen off. They still have so much talent on their roster, even with uh, you know the injuries that they've sustained. Sean, how do you project moving forward here? Uh, NL West, we've been following all year. We've been talking about it with you every time you've come on. It's Dodgers-Giants. It's Gi- Dodgers-Giants. It's been that way the whole year. The Giants refuse to, to fall off, even though the Dodgers have played unbelievable baseball. Giants keep finding a way to win. Not many games left now. It feels like we are headed towards this thing being decided by a game or two. What's uh, your up-to-date projection on how the NL West will finish? Yeah, you asked me last time I was on the program about two weeks ago at what point the favoritism would flip because the Dodgers had been the favorite pretty much all year and the Giants had never gotten to, to minus money. And they did a few days after we talked, and now it's flipped back again. And if you look around the projection market, the Dodgers should be at least minus 170 to win the division. You can get them as low as minus 145, minus 150 out there. I actually bet them today at minus 145, and I think this is a good time to do it. 
Giants have a pretty tough schedule the rest of the way. They play the Braves six times. They play the Brewers, I believe, six times as well. They play San Diego nine times. Dodgers get a lot of Rockies and Diamondbacks down the stretch. They also play the Giants directly. I think they're going to end up flipping this thing before the end of the season, and I think now is a good time to buy in. I believe Pakoda has them all the way up at 80% to win the division, which would be minus 400 implied. I probably can't get it all the way up to that level, but I would certainly have it closer to that number than I would to that minus 170. So this is probably the time to buy in on the Dodgers to win the division. Don't think there's any value on them in the World Series market. Don't think there's any value on the Giants or Padres in the World Series market. But I think that that number around minus 150 on the Dodgers is very much a fair and actual price at this point. Hey, Sean, Aaron Hawksworth here. So nice to meet you. Um, Welcome to the show. I was just going to ask you about the Dodgers in the World Series market, so I guess I'll scrap that question. What about the (laughs) AL wild card shaking out? It is super tight. What are your thoughts there? Nice to meet you as well, Aaron. Yeah, uh, I was trying to find a team a little bit further down the odd board that I think offers value now. I get about the Yankees at 25 to 1, 12 to 1 for the division around the All Star break. I still think there's value on the Yankees around that plus 900, plus 850 number. That's right where I would have them around plus 850. I think they're the third most talented team in baseball, and I do expect them to make the playoffs at this point. But further down the board, I think Oakland is certainly worthy of consideration at this point. Would probably project their World Series number closer to 2,500. So if you can get 20 to 1 or higher, maybe there's a 30 to 1 out there. I haven't done much shopping around on the A's. But they are closing strong, and they overachieve every season. We know how good this Oakland organization has run. Frankie Montas doing some much better things down the stretch than he was earlier in the year. This team is definitely rounding into form down the stretch, and the Astros still haven't gotten Alex Bregman back. So there's a chance even that Oakland can come back and win this division. Don't necessarily project value on their divisional odds at this point, but if you're looking for a long-shot World Series future, I think Oakland in about that 25-30-1 to 30 to 1 range offers the most value at this point. Hmm. Athletics 30-1, to 1, FanDuel Sportsbook at the moment. This is... BetQL Daily, our guest, Sean Zarillo from the Action Network. Uh, Sean, you mentioned a couple of bets that you think have value. Uh, but if I give you the rest of the board, whether uh, division, futures, uh, playoff, make the playoff, miss the playoffs, any of the awards, what has value right now? So the NL MVP race is so interesting just because if Tatis gets hurt again, I think that might be it. Uh, and he's sitting around minus 300 right now. And, you know, with the way his shoulder has reacted multiple times to hyperextension, it seems very possible, especially with the Padres falling out of the playoff race, his case is almost falling off. But if he ends up finishing out the season, I think it's his award to lose. Muncie, though, still point three behind him in projected war at the end of the season. So maybe our 100-1 to MVP futures have, have uh, a chance, Joe, but not uh, going to hold out hope. If I'm looking yeah. for the best value on the board, Perhaps it's Robbie Ray at 10 to 1 or better to win the AL Cy Young. I try to look at these races almost like horse races, and he seems to be the closer who's finishing the strongest down the stretch run. Fourth in baseball right now in strikeout minus walk rate, sitting between Max Scherzer, head of you, Darvish. Just been absolutely fantastic. I bet on Ray last year at long shot odds to win the NL Cy Young after his fantastic spring training. We all saw how that ended up working out, but Toronto seems to have gotten him into form this season. So I think there might be a little bit of value on him and a long shot number. But personally, 
I think Garrett Cole plus money is probably the better play. He should be the presumptive AL Cy Young favorite at this point, in my opinion. Lance Lynn carrying that 2.2 ERA, but inspected FIP and a Sierra closer to 375 for only Cy Young candidate who doesn't rank highly on that strikeout minus walk leaderboard. If you just sort by strikeout minus walk percentage amongst the starting pitchers in baseball right now, you get a lot of those Cy Young candidates near the top of the list. I believe Walker Bueller, the only one who's not in that top eight group who has a good chance of winning the award aside from Lynn. So definitely think going against Lynn in the AL Cy Young race right now is probably a profitable strategy. Not really sure the NL is going to shake out, but Ray and Garrett Cole would certainly well, be my two looks if I was taking a shot at that market. Yeah, yeah, we certainly agree with you on that on this show. We've been talking about grabbing Garrett Cole at plus money even a few weeks back when he was plus three fifty uh, in that race. But like you mentioned, the ERA at two two zero, good outing last night against a great offense in the Blue Jays by Lynn. If it stays below two and a half, the ERA, do you think the voters are just going to give it to Lynn? Probably, yeah. I mean, he's playing for one of the best teams. Like, there's there's narrative built around his candidacy as well, whether voters want to admit that they factor that in or not. They certainly do, based on historical data. So as long as he doesn't blow up down the stretch, as long as Walker Bueller doesn't blow up down the stretch, I do think they probably end up winning the awards based on optics of their stat lines. But both yeah. of their expected indicators are sitting about a run to a run at a half higher than their actual ERAs. So I would tend to bet on the regression at this point. John, do you think the Rays are for real? They're such a small market team. Like, how legit are their chances to get back to the World Series? How difficult will that be for them? I think the Rays are extremely legitimate. Of the four teams right now that I think offer World Series value, they're in that group for me. Bet them a couple of weeks ago. The odds have come down a little bit, but I would still project their World Series odds around plus 650 right now based on their likelihood of winning the AL East. Make them the sixth best team in baseball on paper. Without Tyler Glasnow, it's certainly a concern what she was in the fold. But Tampa Bay has been one of the best run organizations, not only in baseball, but in all of sports for about the past decade or so. They're more deserving of winning a World Series than perhaps any organization in baseball. I would like to see them do it eventually. And, yes, I do think there's value on them in the World Series market as well. So Milwaukee, Tampa Bay, the Yankees, and I also mentioned Oakland before. I think if you're looking for a World Series future at this point, those are the four teams I'd be targeting. What about a matchup future? I was just talking uh, in the break about Yankees, Dodgers, plus 1,200. I know some other folks have the White Sox in there. Would you Do you see any value on one of those matchups? Not a market I fully dove into. The matchup that I had before the season coming into the year was, in fact, Dodgers-Astros, a rematch of the World Series from a few years ago. So that should have been where I put my money down at the beginning of the year because I would have gotten much better value. Now they're the both presumptive favorites in their league. We were just talking about the Rays. If you want to pair the Rays with a fun, long-shot pairing for the World Series, Put them with the Brewers. I see those two organizations as absolute mirrors of each other, their ability to take almost any arm and turn them into a solid bullpen piece. I think they're the two best-run organizations in baseball over the past decade or so. As I mentioned, the Giants definitely fitting themselves into that group with what they're doing under Farhan Zaidi. But the Brewers and the Rays, I viewed those teams as about equivalents, not only in terms of the way they run, but the way they try to build their team. So that would be my fun little long shot sprinkle if I was to pick a pair. 
Yeah, that'd be a great World Series for us to watch. Uh, the F Fox Network would uh, lose their minds if it's Rays and Brewers because that's that's the opposite of Yankees Dodgers. <laughs> mm. Sean, Gross. let me throw this at you. Um, we mentioned NL MVP and you mentioned Tatis. One more injury, he could be in some trouble here. And, and Muncy probably next man up. Of the two long shot lefty sluggers that have had big second halves, where's more value on Bryce Harper or Joey Votto? I think Votto, just because the Reds seem more likely to find their way into the playoffs at this point, and I think if they did, they would be considered more of a surprise team where you would look to give them a candidate. You know, the, the Phillies have been driven a lot by Zach Wheeler, and they have other pieces on their roster who have contributed besides Harper. You mentioned his low RBI total. I don't know how that's going to factor into voters' minds, but Votto really on an island by himself on that Reds roster. I know Jonathan India is probably – has a good chance of winning the Rookie of the Year award. But Votto really stood out, especially with that home run pace that he went on. Uh, so he would he would probably be the better value relative to Harper at this point. I think most of the value was taken out of that Harper number. Joey Valiato wasn't even listed on the NL MVP odds board about a month ago, you know, while Harper was still sitting at that 80-1 to 1 range. So incredible how far they both come down. But I think that the Reds' higher likelihood of, of maybe feeling a playoff spot at this point would have me leaning towards Votto. Uh, with Sean Zarillo, Action Network, another minute here. Uh, Sean, uh, World Series long shots, you uh, brought up the athletics earlier on at 30-1. to 1. And obviously Padres arrow pointing down, but they're one game back. Should we take a look at Cincinnati or San Diego in that 40-1 to 1 range? I'd be more inclined to play, to play Cincinnati personally. Uh, you know, they're – their World Series projection between the two popular sites, around 15 to 2%. But that's right where the Padres are, too. So based on the fact that the Padres have that hill to climb with the two teams in front of them, and the Reds are just kind of playing head-to-head -head with the Padres at this point, I mentioned the Padres' schedule down this stretch is really difficult. Uh, the Giants as well. So, yeah, the Reds playing in that softer division, maybe they're able to pad a few more wins onto their record down the stretch. I don't necessarily think there's value, but of the two teams, I'd be siding with them, certainly. Sean Zarillo, the Action Network, at Sean Zarillo on Twitter. Sean, always appreciate your time, and uh, we're going to have to do another check-in with you in a couple weeks, all right? Pleasure talking to all three of you. Thank you very much for having me, and, and best of luck with the baseball that you've had over the next couple of weeks. Always great stuff there from Sean Zarillo. I can't find a thing that I really disagree with. I, I, I am. Look, can you imagine, Joe G? Did you ever think that you'd reach a point in the season? Hey, you're going to get uh, San Diego with a run differential of plus eighty in August at forty to one. <laughs> like, man, no. if things turned. Yeah, I mean, th th we thought they were a lock. I mean, a, a total lock to make the playoffs. And now with the way their pitching's going, I mean, it's just uh, yesterday. It's just window dressing to change the the pitching coach Rothschild. Like they, they don't have pitchers. They, they don't have enough. Yeah. Blake Snell, as we've uh, confirmed in the show many times, stinks. Uh, they have injuries throughout their pitching staff, and they're just not in the same league as the Dodgers and Giants. Like I know he mentioned, they had a lot of Giants uh, Padres games. That's bad news for the Padres moving forward. They're not in the same league as those teams, except when the when Padres they... play the Dodgers. As we'll find out this week. Yes. <laughs> That's when they get up to play. I'm learning the, from you, Joe G. <laughs> the, the Dodgers have a run differential of plus 204. The next highest is the Blue Jays at plus 117. So you've got the Dodgers, who are going to be a wild card team, most likely. And then you've got the Blue Jays, who will be sitting at home in the playoffs start. Two best run differentials. 
not in the not in uh, division title position right now. Crazy. Yeah. It's nuts. How did that happen? Everyone's gonna be betting sense. the Blue Jays. Everyone's gonna be betting Blue Jays uh, next year. All right, we shall see. Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, Aaron Hawksworth. This is BetQL Daily. Coming up next, we share our lightning bets and check in on the BetQL model play of the day. Reed Wallach will let us know what that is. That's coming up next. Keep it locked on BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.